Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to Slayer Talk. My name is Mark. With me as always is my council member, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is January 19th, 1999. 1999. It is. Wow. We should like play uh, those numbers in the lottery today. One nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. I don't think the lottery goes up to 99. Okay, numbers. but like one is and nines, okay? Ones and nines, one everyone. Nine. You're playing the daily four-digit play one nine nine nine. There you go. I'd pay a lot of money, I think, because like the repeating numbers or something. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how the daily four and the daily three work. Me but, either. Uh, Any hue? We watched an episode. We were helpless watching this episode. <laughs> oh goodness! I didn't. I don't know. This episode makes me sad. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of sadness in this episode. A lot of. Your dad doesn't love you anymore, and your surrogate dad is betraying you. And I thought her mom was going to get killed. Oh, my God. Eventually, her, her mom keeps being put in peril. Eventually, her mom's got to die. Like, they keep hinting it. Like, uh, eventually, her mom's got to get killed. You think? Yeah, she keeps getting fucking attacked and abducted by vampires, and nothing happens. Eventually, she's she's eventually it's got to go too far. Well, all of them keep getting, you know, attacked and abducted. And, by I, and I think we're going to get some deaths. You think so, huh? Well, there's got to be consequences at some point to something. Mm, I guess. I mean, there's consequences here uh, yeah, in this episode. There are. But I don't, I don't know. I'm not convinced that these consequences will hold. We'll see. Like, I feel like. So we watched Helpless. Yes, we watched Buffy and the episode was Helpless. Because she was. Yeah, she was helpless. She discovered while on patrol Mm -hmm. that she no longer had her powers and, you know, almost got staked by a vampire with her own stake. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. Because we find out later. (laughs) Fucking cat's just all over us. (laughs) We find out later that uh, she's being depowered as part of a ritual for her 18th birthday that apparently every... Slayer goes through. That makes it to their 18th, but they qualify that too. <laughs> like the ones that make it that long. What if the, what if you become a Slayer after your 18th birthday? You don't. You have to be under 18? Yeah, I think. So if you reach 18 and the other Slayer hasn't died yet, then it just passes you by. I guess. Interesting. Um. Anyway, though, my question is, so she's going through all this stuff and everything. In order to depower her, Giles is hypnotizing her with a crystal and then injecting her with what he calls an organic compound that suppresses her adrenaline and it's like a muscle relaxant and all this shit and everything so that she's effectively depowered. How come a vampire's never done that? I mean, <laughs> I they're guess, not that smart I usually. Guess, yeah, I guess because they, they couldn't get her hypnotized or whatever. But like, I don't know, it just seems like if there's a... If there's an organic compound you can use to depower a Slayer, it seems like maybe they'd fucking try that. I yeah, maybe know. it'd get into the wrong hands at some point. It's just, it's weird. Um, the whole thing's weird. It seems like, honestly, it seems like it's a way of just, like, sacrificing or moving on to the next. I mean, it. I, I want to know how many Slayers actually survive this. Yeah, how many pass, how many fail. That's a very good question. It's, like, disgusting. I I do get the idea of, like, she needs to be more than just brawn. 
more than just her powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and and the final solution to this problem is more than just her brawn. I was afraid too because there's a lot of parts in this where she's trying to fight even though she's depowered and everything. And I was like, this isn't any different than like what she usually does. Mm-hmm. But then she does come up with a creative solution to defeat the vampire. And I was like, okay, that's, yeah, I like that. She was very smart. But yeah, it's crazy like how just having her adrenaline suppressed and mm-hmm. her muscles relaxed caused her to be so inept in every physical way. Like, yeah. she's been trained in using weapons. She can't fire a crossbow anymore? Yeah, I know. That's that's weird to me, too. That's more hand-eye coordination stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it would have been better, I think, if there was some... It's a magical show. If they came up with some kind of magical reason. Yeah. Like, uh, like whatever. He just rubbed a crystal on her forehead or something like that. It took away <laughs> her powers for 48 hours or something like that. That would have made more sense. Right. And... Maybe it's like a one-of-a-kind thing passed down from watcher to watcher or whatever on the council, and that would make more sense why it wasn't something the vampires ever got control of. Because, yeah, like, her her power is more than just being strong and having, like, adrenaline. It's, it's it, it reduces what her power is to something very organic and scientific, mm-hmm. and I don't think it should be or is. It's more mystical than that yeah agreed for sure this the episode started though with her and angel yes which like leave each other alone and i thought they did i thought didn't angel say like hey we can't do this shit anymore i thought you can't train me anymore we can't fucking like wrestle around on the floor together anymore and yet they're doing so Mm-hmm. alone with candles and come on people. yeah candles are lit and they're 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 doing training but they're being very sexual about it yeah she's mounting him and everything she's like gotcha with my steak <laughs> and then it's like we can't have any satisfaction okay so stop it right you know he's gonna accidentally have some satisfaction okay <laughs> <laughs> if uh if Angel has a nocturnal admission, think, thinking <laughs> thinking about Buffy, uh, is that uh, does does that freeze or does that make his soul like leave or whatever? Oh Lord, I hope not. Like, has this man never like been with anybody before? Like, I don't know. It's just because he loves her so much. I don't know. Yeah, because he saw her heart outside of her body. And yeah, that's wants so corny. to share it with the world or whatever they said. So corny, like their their romance bothers me. It it's like, yeah. ew. I, I think Joss Whedon can't write romance. No, I think this is a guy that probably has some very severe perverted thoughts. <laughs> you think so? Allegedly, I I don't know. I don't know Joss, but it seems to me that someone that bad at writing romantic dialogue <laughs> doesn't have romantic thoughts. Yeah. They have they have other kinds of thoughts. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't, like, sappy romance stuff kind of makes me uncomfortable sometimes, so. Does it? Interesting. Well, you have dirty thoughts, too, so. Well, yeah, there you go. I guess you can only go one or the other, huh? Yep. Exactly. (laughs) You're either a Dawson or you're a Pacey. Yeah, I'm a Pacey. There's no (laughs) in-between. That's a reference to another show we do. Horny Horny Creek, Creek, if you want to check that out. Uh, But, yeah, so, what what did you think of the episode, in total, 
like I said, I mean, like it was a good episode. It was it was inventive. Yeah. Uh, but it was so sad because it's Buffy's 18th birthday, mm-hmm. and her dad always takes her to the ice show on her birthday. Yeah, it's very very nice. And she was very excited about going. Brian Boitano. He always gets her cotton candy and a and a souvenir program. Yeah. And he blows her off. He sends her flowers and the tickets to take somebody else. His quarterly report numbers are bad or whatever. He, the, the mom read the entire note. Yeah. She's like, but, that's what it says in that note. Yeah, that I read. That was meant for you. It said be your name on it, but I read it. Because <laughs> my ex-husband's a piece of shit. Yeah. But, yeah, they, uh, for whatever reason, um, I think they just want to get rid of the dad from the show. Which is fine. He's like never on the show. Mm-hmm. I also like it's it's weird. They bring people like he was on the show once, I think, or whatever. Twice, maybe. Um, but I think it's weird. They bring people on the show and then they have to come up with excuses for them not to be there because they're like they bring this faith in there. Elijah mm-hmm. Dushku and Buffy's like, oh, yeah, she's on one of her random walkabouts or whatever. And it's like, would she just travel to Australia? What what, what are we talking about? Like. Is this is just a way to say yeah she's in the credits or whatever but she's not in this episode. Is Faith eighteen? Did Faith go through this? Is she going to like? I, I, I want to know about that too. I don't think she's eighteen. And like, I mean, I think she's supposed to be like seventeen or whatever. She was never supposed to be the Slayer anyway because Buffy, mm-hmm. you know, died. Or I mean, there's only been one of them anyway. So yeah, Buffy died, and then Buffy's replacement died. It's such a weird situation. Like, will they do it again? Double Slayers. Well, well, who do what again? Well, the council do the same test again oh, since maybe. there's two slayers. I don't know. Like, also, Giles is supposed to be in charge of Faith too. I guess it's like, is he? I mean, he said he's like you know she you're she doesn't care about her training as much as you do or whatever, and she's like I hate being the good one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I guess he's fired from being her her watcher too. Then yeah, because he gets fired. He gets fired from being the watcher because. He ends up telling Buffy about the test and everything. Which is supposed to be a secret. And he goes and tries to help her, too. Yeah, well, he does help her. He kills that one vampire. Mm -hmm. Although she's supposed to only be fighting the one vampire. She's only supposed to be fighting the mentally deficient vampire. That apparently, even though it's a demon infestation and they're not really their person anymore, he still needs his crazy pills. His vague crazy pills where he's like... I'm shaking without my pills. And he has severe PTSD and mommy issues from his human life. Yeah. I what I don't understand you are you know more about this stuff than I do. What uh what kind of pills could he be taking that make him be like without the pills? <laughs> I don't think there is any such pill. It's like I mean, of some vague the voices in his head or whatever. The anger sharks are swimming. <laughs> it seems like I, I kind of was thinking it was migraines before, you know, like we find out about you know, his actual issues. I don't know. As a Krennic or Kralik? Yeah, Kralik. As a human man, he was a serial murderer of women. And tortured. Because he, and apparently he ate uh, his mom too or whatever. Well, she cut off his penis, so. She did? I didn't, I did not hear that part. He, well, he didn't specify, but I'm making the assumption because he said uh, his mother liked to use scissors and you should have seen what she took with those. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so he has horrible issues with women. So he, in real life, killed a bunch of women and then was committed to an insane asylum. 
and then I guess just randomly turned into a vampire. Right. Did the council and- turn him into a vampire? Do they, do, they, <laughs> do they go through insane asylums and they're like, this one looks like a good one? Who knows? It's crazy. And, like, what were they expecting him to do? Like, that's what upsets me the worst. It's How like, she's not him? just fighting a vampire. She's fighting a vampire who likes to, like, hurt women specifically. Yeah. So, like, he might have, you know, done things to her. I don't know. Well, he doesn't have a penis, apparently. Well, he so. could do things without a penis. I guess that's true, but... Uh... But how, like, how did the council get him? I don't know. And how long has he been held captive for? Yes, in a straight jacket strapped into a box. Yeah, that's that's what makes me think they went to the insane asylum and, and like, purposely turned him into a vampire for these tests. That's awful. God. But, I mean, he he has, like, he has the look and everything of someone that was, like, in the 1930s. So it's like he's been maybe maybe the forties or fifties, but like still like forty years they've kept him. They're like, yeah, we're, we're just gonna wait till Buffy turns eighteen. Well, not just Buffy; they probably use him for other. Well, then that then that <laughs> leads to that leads to the idea that no one else has passed this fucking right. test because if you pass the test, you defeat the vampire. So how many vampires are they going through? How many slayers are they going through? Mm-hmm. What's the score, Council? That's what I want to know. <laughs> The council is just a bunch of stuffy old men who, like, don't give a shit and are just, like... It's a metaphor for the Catholic Church, right? Sure. <laughs> I didn't make that's that leap with se- you. But... That's what it seems like. Like, uh, when we're talking about tradition, and, uh, you know, whatever and everything, it's like... I don't know. I just got very heavy Catholic Church vibes there. <laughs> plus, plus, you know, in the Catholic Church, when, when uh, you're 18, you have to uh, fend off a priest with... Um, <laughs> With cunning, oh, I and think everything. that's before eighteen. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Once you're eighteen, they don't really, uh, they don't, they're not really interested anymore. Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder what the oldest Slayer was like. I bet not old. No, I don't. You don't see a whole lot of like fifty year old Slayers walking about. You know? Yeah, they're not like retiring. I'm still getting it done. <laughs> What's the the actually that is an interesting idea then because that what does that mean for Buffy? How does this show end? When we when we project to the end of the show, then does Buffy just die? Like what the fuck? Like how, how are they gonna end this? We'll have to see. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, we'll be lucky probably if it gets that far. Like, I mean, you know, it might get canceled. Sh- we're watching this show. We're talking about it with, you know, whatever ten thousand of our <laughs> closest friends. We're we are lucky. We are lucky. I'm just saying, like, what if next year they just cancel it? I guess they she's could still alive. I guess they could cancel it, but uh, it's. I think. I think this and Dawson's Creek are solely responsible for propping the WB <laughs> network up. So. Right. We'll see how it goes. Uh but yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode a lot. Actually, yeah. Um, I thought I. It was nice that there were some consequences to actions mm-hmm. that. Giles got demoted or fired or whatever. And it was nice that, um, I don't know, it was just, it was very emotional. Because we get a lot of, like, even the council guy, he's like, you have a, a love for your slayer the way a, a father loves a daughter. You know how her father betrayed her, you know? <laughs> You're a surrogate, Giles. That's what we're saying. Well, she, she even invited you to the ice capades, mm-hmm. Giles. Yeah, she Do you did. get the metaphor, Giles? And he blew her off, too, though. I mean... 
No. For the escapades. Kind, he kind of did, but like, he was like, yeah, I'd love to go with you to that or whatever. But like, you know, look at this crystal and be hypnotized and let me <laughs> fuck you over. She was so upset. Like, the Sarah Michelle Gellar's acting was so good mm-hmm. in that part where he tells her what's going on and she's like, I don't even fucking know you. And she's she's all like betrayed and angry and hurt and stuff. And it's it's all right there. And it's, it's very good. She is very good with like raw emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Cordelia was really funny in this episode, yeah. I thought. like And sweet in, in a way mm-hmm. towards Buffy. She really likes Buffy. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't want to admit it, but she really does. Yeah, she just wanders into the middle of this heavy ass conversation they're having. Yeah, and Buffy's like, "I don't even know you," and he's like, and she goes, "Did something take her memory away?" He's Giles. It's so funny too because it's like that is what it would be in any other episode because right? most of the show is just silly and weird. Yeah, I that I thought that was great acting and um and and good writing where it was like um. Cordelia is in a completely different episode mm-hmm. of, this, of this show <laughs> than, than they're in right now. And then Giles is like, you can't walk home alone, Buffy. It's not safe. Mm-hmm. What a fucked up sentence. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what happens. I guess she doesn't have her powers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess walking around the Hellmouth is not safe for anybody. Yeah. A bunch of people die all the time there. there. And that's with a vampire slayer patrolling things. Um, Sometimes even two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when they can afford it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on with uh, Faith and this other, but but you know, I mean, they there's so many so many things. Trick. I was thinking about him mm-hmm. today uh, when we were watching the the show. I was thinking about him like uh, like where's Mister Trick? Where's the mayor? Where's Principal Snyder? That fucking. Uh, ghoulish looking bastard. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, possible enemies running around. Or um, the blonde. Uh, Which blonde? Uh, yeah, I know what blonde hair looks like. She's <laughs> gesturing with her hand. With her Spike. Hands. Spike. Oh, Spike. Like he's rolling around somewhere. Didn't he leave? Wasn't he like? Uh, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go get cool. Uh, fucking what's the name? Right, but I mean, like, you know, gonna, he'll come back. I'm gonna go find her and. Uh, I'll 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 make her love me again. That's just what I'm gonna do. I'm Billy Idol. <laughs> I'm Billy Idol vampire. If they didn't kill him, then he's coming back. That's how I feel. I guess so. What's his, what's her fucking name? Drusilla. Drusilla. Yeah. Oh. We'll go find me, Drew. <laughs> hey, pet. Or whatever he says. I want them to come back. I like their characters. Ah, uh, he's fine. Um, I I tell you what, I'm. Much rather have him back than the fucking master again. Yeah. I wanted an anointed one. <laughs> well, he's dead, though, so. Yeah, definitively dead, except for that Wish episode where uh, it was like, what if? Yeah. Marvel had a thing in Marvel Comics where they did a they did what if. Be like, what if? What if this happened? Hmm. And uh, it was just a way for... Uh, to turn out more, more right, fucking, more stories, where where they didn't have to have any consequences. A writer wanted to go on break or something like that because, like, they they do like long storyline shit in comics, and it's mm. like sometimes the writers just like, I just, let me just fuck around, you know? Right. So that, I think that's where they came up with that idea. But um, yeah, uh, the other people were in this episode for a little bit. 
Right, yeah, they didn't really do much. No, not at all. Uh, Seth Green had some lines, and that's it. So did uh, Xander. I think it's weird that that they're all friends again. Very weird. I was thinking that, too, today, that they're all hanging out, like Xander and... uh, Willow. Not Willow. The boy, uh, Oz, like, are talking like they're friends, and it's like... But you fucked his girlfriend. No, he didn't. They didn't have sex. Okay, fine. You made out with his girlfriend. Made out, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It still pisses me off. They did that whole storyline thing, it with, and that is no consequences, yeah. really. Courtney well, is not on the show as much. Do you think Charisma Carpenter is making a movie or something like that? Maybe. Like, and she's like, "Hey, do something to make my character not on the show as much because I can't." Be around as much that would make sense i guess i don't know i know that uh sarah michelle geller has been filming movies and shit so what she, else has she been in she's in a she's in a couple things coming up hmm. she was in that one we didn't see it but she was in one movie and then she was in uh the i know what you did last summer and well yeah i know she's been in stuff but it's she like she's filming Scream now too uh i don't know if it's she's filming now oh, okay I, I, it might be wrapped, but she is. There's a there's a movie that she's in uh, that we're gonna watch uh, that's coming out this year. Um, at least I I want to watch it. Um, I think it's uh, you know Dangerous Liaisons with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Glenn Close and uh, John Malkovich. Um, you know sure. Malkovich. Sure. I don't, but. <laughs> You don't know John. No, I know John Malkovich. Malkovich. I don't know Dangerous Liaisons. Like I recognize the name. When I'm enraged, name. I enunciate what? Dangerous Liaisons. It's a, a, a French novel or play or whatever. It's an, it was an adaptation of that in the 1980s, and it's about a young ingenue who John Malkovich, uh, as a, whatever Lothario, tries to besmirch her honor or something like mm. that i don't know it's it's a famous uh thing but uh, i think this uh this the movie that she's in is like a, a retelling of that oh, interesting so yeah she's been doing stuff we'll watch it okay and we'll report back to you <laughs> as we do yeah i think it comes out in a couple months so but anyway that is uh it for this week carol don't be helpless. Tell them stuff to do. Tell them how they can not be helpless. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes, Pitt. And share the tapes with your friends. Or we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>